Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today in the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Danielle McEwen. Danielle bowled collegiately at Fairleigh Dickinson University. She was a NCAA Player of the Year in 2012-2011. She has one major title, including the 2015 Smithfield PWBA Tour Championship. She's a member of Junior Team USA, was a member that is, and is a member of Team USA currently. Danielle Timberg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, Danielle, you've had quite the fall classic, which just wrapped up here a couple weeks back, a week and a half back or so. So let's talk about the PWBA Team Challenge. You're a late-minute replacement on Team Dead Money. So talk about how you're able to use your collegiate bowling experience at Fairleigh Dickinson to you know, navigate your way through the team tournament and ultimately to the championship and winning that tournament. Um, that That's literally exactly kind of what my game plan was and. Luckily, the other people on my team kind of took it the same way, and we kind of all had, most of us had past college bowling experience that we were able to kind of click into a team setting really quick and communicate and work together a lot more than some of the other teams were, I guess, since we're kind of younger and fresh out of college for the most part, and I think that's really what helped us be successful. Was it was it intimidating at all to be up there, you know I mean, bowling with some of the, the biggest names and against some of the... The, the biggest names in our sport, like the West Malats and you know Tommy Jones and Bill Neal and all these guys. Um, not necessarily intimidating. I, I mean, I know these guys as as friends at this point, and we've all bowled against them before. But at the same point, we definitely it, it is a different feeling going up against all five of them at once as compared to just one because <laughs> they're just so good. And you know, when you put all five of them together, you can only expect it to be a good fight. <laughs> So something else happened that was very exciting for you. It was basically you were bowling Liz Johnson head-to-head for the uh, invitation or the berth for the DHC PBA Invitational, the trip to Japan, to represent the PWBA. So was that? did you know that going in, that it was that close, and it was basically you bowling against Liz? Um, yeah, that's one of, one of the reasons why um, I kind of – I wasn't planning on going out to this tournament to begin with just because I had so much other stuff going on, and then – when that kind of popped up, I was like, all right, now this needs to be a, a priority because I, I would love to be able to do that. So that was one of the reasons why I decided to make the trip. And um, I knew it was close. I knew it was based off of qualifying for from the Women's U.S. Open, which I did really well at in the beginning of the week. And then this. So I didn't know exactly the pinfall amount because I would have been adding every shot up in my head and made myself crazy. But I knew it was close throughout the whole day, and then they told me at the end. So what's it what's it like now? You've been on uh, Team USA and Junior Team USA now for four or five years or so running, and what's it what's it like bowling outside of the U.S. as, as compared with bowling here here in the uh, United it's, States? It's so amazing. Bowling has brought me to countries that I don't even know if I knew they existed as I was growing up. They're just these amazing places that most people never get to see, and it's really cool to just branch out and all the different places of the world and meet people from all around the world and to get to do what I love while doing that. It's very, very cool. 
Yeah, so talk about probably just uh, kind of a, an experience you've had over there bowling. How do they treat bowlers uh, in, like, say, Japan and Tokyo and some of the other places you've been? Um, they they treat us very well. Um, first of all, whenever we go anywhere, we usually have the the local bowling association meets us at, at the um, airport and transports us wherever we need to go, and they have everything structured out and planned out for us so that we feel welcome and everything's organized and we don't have to really worry about all that much, which is very different from here where you're kind of on your own for everything. Um, but bowling is so, so big overseas also compared to the U.S., so it's really cool to go over there and see how different they view bowling, bowling as a sport and their um, elite bowlers over there. Pretty cool to compare. I'm, I'm I'm with you right there, having seen and witnessed firsthand a lot of those uh, international competitions. There's a lot of the, the other teams, uh, and Team USA included as well, when you go compete in those tournaments, they'll actually bring um, their own uh, sports psychologist, for example, or their own uh, physical therapist or, you know, sports trainer. Uh, so it's definitely a different feel. Let's go back just a couple of years, Danielle, and, and uh, you know, NCAA uh, tournament competition, collegiate bowling, um, we, we do have a lot of younger listeners to the podcast, and they're probably going through in their mind, maybe finishing up their uh, their last year of high school and thinking about whether maybe going to go for college. What kind of recommendation do you have for the, the, the young, talented bowler who's trying to navigate their way through, you know, picking a school and where do they go bowl? Do they incorporate bowling in there? Uh, you know, how, how did you, what worked for you, and what would you uh, recommend? Or what kind of advice would you have for younger players going through that right now? Um, my advice would be obviously to pick, you know, your major first, what a field that you're interested in, something that you would want to do, and kind of narrow down the schools that way to figure out what your options are. Um, and then my biggest advice to anybody looking to bowl in college is to try to go out to the tournaments. There's so many across the country, and just watch firsthand because you can't. That that tells you truly exactly how the team is, how what type of team they are, what type of coaching they are, what type of players they are, rather than um, just visiting them in a school setting or talking to someone over the phone. You can really see the difference between you know the players that have drama between the team or the players that want nothing but to win and everything in between that. So when you're out and about and you're at the high, you know watching some competitions of the younger players, what's one thing you see? that maybe every or most folks need to be working on, whether it's a spare game, whether it's, you know, playing the different parts of the lane that maybe they're not as comfortable. Do you have anything in particular that you notice there? I think it's kind of a mix. I wouldn't really be able to pinpoint on one thing, although I would say um, for anybody looking to go into college, that spare game is definitely the most important because that's kind of the first major transition where you're consistently bowling on harder patterns and, most of the coaches want you shooting everything with your spare ball, which I know a lot of younger kids are not used to. I wasn't used to it. That was probably one of my biggest adjustments going into college bowling was you're going to shoot every single pin you leave with your spare ball, and that took a while to figure out. So that would probably be my biggest thing that you should be working on if that's the road you want to go. And speaking of spare ball, this will be my, my final question for you, Danielle, but you know that's a real important part of anyone's arsenal, I think. I think you'd agree. I think most people do agree. Uh, but but what um, you know, looking at your arsenal right now, you've had so much success this summer and fall. What balls from from Storm and Roto have you been relying on and, and using the most? What's your arsenal look like right now? 
Um, well, my my typical arsenal before the tour um, was because we were traveling overseas so much was cut down to pretty much just six balls, one of them being a spare ball. and um, Some of them fluctuated, but for the most part, I always have the IQ Tour in my bag. I most of the time have the gold in my bag. Most of the time have the disturb in my bag. It's just kind of been like my set lineup, and then I work around that depending on what pattern we're bowling on. The tour kind of changed things with that, with traveling every single weekend and bowling on different patterns. I collected um, much more than I wanted to. <laughs> Um, but luckily that's really helped me out over the past because I'm, I've been using balls that aren't normally in my set lineup, so it's helping me, you know, kind of branch out and find different shapes and different things that I like. So I've had a lot of success uh, at the Tour Championship. I used the Menace. I used the Lock this past week. I used the All Faithful Tour at the regional that I won. So this has been my, my winning balls lately. <laughs> yeah, and going back to that regional, watching you, you kind of... Uh, had a couple, you know, 180s, 190s out of the gate and put something together to get through qualifying. You know, then you you, you beat, Mars, you know, European bowling tour titleist Martin Larson. You beat in the semifinals, beat Aaron Lorenz in the finals. Winning that non-champion regional, that wasn't that wasn't like a, a walk through the park. There were some heavy hitters out there for that. So just talk about, you know, how you're able to use your experience from bowling in college and on the PWBA to persevere there and you were even taken to your first match you're taken to the fifth game so talk about how you were able to persevere through things and ultimately win the tournament oh my goodness that that whole day was so i guess ironic is the word looking back on it i had such a horrible look the first two games i was not throwing it well marshall came downstairs a little bit later and i was like i told him to go back upstairs because i was throwing it so bad i didn't want him to even see it and then luckily i was able to you know work through it and figure out what was off and get in the right part of the lane and then everything just started clicking and I just went with it from there. My first match, like I was up, um, I was up 2-0. Again, I, I started off good. I had a good look and then it just disappeared and the other guy started striking and I could not strike to save my life. And it ended up going to the fifth game and I'm pretty sure it came down to the ninth or tenth frame of the fifth game. And when we got done, I was like, I feel like I just pulled a block at the U.S. Open. I could not believe how hard it was on my brain and on my body just to bowl five games and then the next match was the same thing it, we took it to the 10th frame of the third game and that's when I said okay this is day three of the U.S. Open I, I can't believe I'm still going and it just kept going and going every game except for the last one came down to the very end the, the last shot in the 10th frame it was amazing congratulations and to compete against uh, you know some of the, the the top players and succeed whether it's the PWBA tour or PBA tour it's just uh, just incredible. So thanks so much, Danielle, for your time. I appreciate it so much. And I well, uh, appreciate having, having you on staff. And what a nice job you do for us at Storm. Is, uh, really appreciate that. So uh, best of luck, and we'll uh, look forward to having you back on sometime in the future. Thank you.